Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Battleground Podcast. This is the podcast for Christian young men who are fighting to have sexual integrity while living in a hypersexualized culture. I'm your host, Wesley Reinhardt, and this is episode 23, entitled Learning from Matt Chandler. In it, we'll take a few minutes to discuss the current happenings around lead pastor of the Village Church, Matt Chandler, and what we can learn from it all. Let's dive in. Hey, thank you for tuning in today. So if if you're in the Christian blogosphere or you're on Facebook or really anywhere in the evangelical world, within the last month, you probably heard a few things about Pastor Matt Chandler, uh, who is a pastor of the Village Church in Texas. He's got a large uh, teaching platform and has written Bible studies. Um, basically, one of the, uh, to use a, a not-so-great term, the big Eva crowd, um, but he's done he's done a lot of good things, and he's in the news for a well. It depends on who you ask. Some would call it a scandal. Some would call it a problem. Um, and so today we're going to take a few minutes to talk about it and just just some, reflect. What can we learn uh, as normal people who don't have big churches? Uh, what do we think when we see an event like this? So first, you know, why do we even why do we talk about this? Well. One, as the title says, we can learn, um, and it doesn't do much good to pretend like these things never happen or ignore them. Um, and, and two, Matt Chandler has a big platform, and this comes with a responsibility and a standard to hold. Um, and so it's it's necessary that these things are discussed. Now, you may be thinking, wow, this is so four weeks ago, and you're absolutely right. It It, it is, was so four weeks ago, but... Uh, putting a little time in between when it first, you know, hit the Facebook world, the news world, uh, and and when I'm putting it out, has uh, just to make sure there's nothing new or big. Um, now, we need to be careful, though. Um, one that in this type of discussion, we're not just bashing or gossiping. Uh, what's the goal here? Edification, building up. We want to learn, and and two. There's this tendency among us uh, Christians where it, it's almost like we want to soak up another church's drama like it's some sort of reality show or sitcom. Um, and again, that's not healthy. That's not the goal. Uh, edification is the goal. So in the remarks that I say, I, I don't want to excuse Matt Chandler or praise him unnecessarily. I just want to be fair and observe the things that we can know, the things that have been said. And then uh, think about what we can learn for today. So with all that being said, then let's dive into what happened. Um, in August, Matt Chandler told his church, which is a, a fairly large church in Texas, uh, like I said, that under the authority of the elder board, he was taking a leave of absence. And the elders made this decision to have him step down in some capacity uh, due to some direct messages that were reported by a friend of the recipient. So Matt was messaging a lady, and she was messaging him back, um, and a friend of this woman came to Matt and confronted him uh, in the church lobby, I guess. Now, Matt said that he had no problem with these messages, as his wife knew of them, and the husband of the recipient uh, knew of them. So again, it was a friend that came forward and reported it. Now, naturally, as these things go, um, an apology video where Matt was on stage, you know, talking to his church about all this, uh, was posted online, and he was clear, along with the support of another uh, lead pastor there, 
that the messages were not sexual or romantic. The problems were they were too frequent and too familiar. Um, and, and so naturally, everyone on the internet has an opinion, and uh, you've probably heard or read a few. Um, and there's a lot of people taking shots, but it's very difficult to state anything conclusively. Um, if we know the messages weren't romantic or sexual, then it's hard to conclude what what was the red zone of a familiarity or frequency uh, as to be ruled inappropriate by the elder board. Um, one one take from the blogosphere that I came across uh, was a friend of Matt Chandler's in the X29 network, um, and, and he seemed to think that the whole thing was overblown and that the questionable joking and familiarity was regarding alcohol, but... Who knows? What do you, what do you do? We didn't we didn't get to see those messages, so that's the story, and that's not conclusive because unless you're a member of the village church or the elder board, there it's a inconclusive story. Um, there's not a lot to go off of, and that's probably a good thing. Um, all all things being equal, this is a a real live local church in the present, and real people being impacted watching their pastor uh go through a go through a situation like this. Um, it's it's not easy on many. And, and like I said, that's their church. And we want to be careful that we're not just, you know, like vultures uh, trying to soak up, oh, what went down there? Um, so again, that's the story. That's about as much as we can know for sure. And if you want to read online, you can find many different voices saying many different things. But what do we learn from this? Uh, you and I, as hopefully normal people living our normal Christian life, or at least trying to, when we see this stuff come up, uh, what do we think? All right. And I have two uh, major points for you, just reflections on the situation. Um, my, my first reaction, number one, we've got to be reminded that Satan is subtle um, and, and we've got to be on guard. He's good at what he does. He's a deceiver. And, and sometimes these attacks are outright, but many times they're more, they're masked uh, much better. They're more difficult to spot. Okay, think on these words from 1 Peter 5. Likewise, you younger people, that would be you and I as young men, submit yourselves to your elders, your church leaders, the, the group of them. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. So, again, this is a, what a popular verse, right? Satan's like a lion. But this is a reminder... Uh, that Satan is good at what he does, and and he's good at masking, uh, at masking these temptations uh, to where they're innocent and harmless. Now, am I saying that whatever it was that went down between Matt Chandler and this woman was a a temptation from the devil that was inevitably going to lead to sin? No, again, we don't know that. Um, I, I'm I'm just going on what we do know, and what we know God's word says, and we know that Satan is he's in a, a deceiver. And he's good at what he does. So um, you and I have got to think about that. Now, there's there's two ways that a temptation can come at us. 
and and many of us if if we're scrolling facebook or if we're watching a youtube video and and a pop-up comes up of an ad and and it's a scantily clad woman inviting us to a website um that's like one of those beeping red light warning temptation you know we we're very sensitive to that type of attack but we're far more tempted to to indulge in a tv show that has a soft core you know sex scene or normalizes profanity or or, or sexual joking um and and that for some reason doesn't ping our conscience as much as the outright oh here's sin come come indulge um so these they're both attacks they're both invitations to sin and we've got to be aware of both of them and and if we follow these uh, these words from from peter be sober be vigilant and and resist him steadfast in the faith uh, if we seek to have this awareness of okay where are my outright attacks coming from and and what are the subtle attacks in my life r- right now um is satan using something that that is innocent enough that God has given to enjoy and, and using it to cause me to turn from God to it. Uh, those are hard questions, but we've got to ask them because we know that that's what Satan's trying to do. Um, so one, Satan is subtle. And two, how we handle ourselves in church does matter. And I say in church specifically and how we relate to members of the opposite gender in our church. Okay, what does Paul say in 1 Timothy? Um, treat the older men, exhort them as fathers, the older women as mothers, and, and the young women as sisters in all purity. Um, so h- how we relate as young men to other women in our church, again, that matters. And again, without, <laughs> without being able to say anything for sure, it seems that Matt Chandler crossed a line somewhere in his relationship with this with this woman and and this is why we're saying this all um we don't we don't know much more but it seems like there was a line that he crossed somewhere so we think about this and and we've got to analyze when how do i how do i relate to the people in my church and specifically the young women that i'm not married to um am i being casual or the other cliff am i being too standoffish and Again, I think both of these cliffs are easy enough to fall into because you kind of have this license um, cliff where it's like, well, I don't want to be a, a Puritan or rude, and, and I think all church relationships are good, so I can be close and and good friends with, with all these young women in my church. Um, I think that's a dangerous route. Uh, but if, if you run away from that and, and you go so far, you can start drawing this this law approach of, well, you know, all the women in my church are just possible temptations that, that Satan could use to attack me. So I'm going to walk on the other side of the hallway and avoid eye contact and, and never speak to them. Okay. I know that's an exaggeration, but we can, we can easily slip into both of those, but we go back to the scripture and what does, what does first Timothy say? You're to treat them as sisters in all purity. So sisters as in they are family and and you should want to know them and and be protective and relational in a sense as you would a sister because um the family of God she is your sister in Christ and and the church is to resemble a family and yet purity is to be the marking uh characteristic of your relationship with them so free from sin 
uh, free from things that could resemble sin. And and again, Satan is subtle, and so and so he could get us down either of those ways. So uh, there you have it. Again, I know I know there's no definite punchline that we can say about Matt Chandler, but again, when this comes across the news, I think we would do well to to take heed to ourselves and recall. Okay, I I may feel good about certain things, but I've got to know that Satan is is good at what he does and he's going to he's going to attack, he's going to try to trick me. That's going to come because that's what he does. So I've got to as Peter says, be sober, be vigilant. I'm looking, where is the attack coming from? Is is there anything in my heart that's being subtly pulled uh, away from God? And two, we've got to make sure that in the house of God, the family of God, we relate to everyone in a way that honors Christ. And and so for the young women that that we know and that, that we are friends with, um, we are to treat them as sisters, loving them and, and seeking to know them and and being kind to them and supporting them and encouraging them. And yet we are we are making sure that purity, um, emotional, sexual, physical, uh, you know, all of these things are are marking characteristics of, of those that we're not married to and and that are not our wife. So it's a line, but through prayer and and reading God's word and knowing it and checking our hearts, we can walk that line and we can be men of God and our church who please him. So all that being said, we we can't pass a final statement on Matt Chandler. I think we can commend the fact that as it came out that he submitted to the elder board and um, and and like First Peter says, you know, submit yourselves to your elders. So it seems like from the outside that a local church um, is handling a situation in a mature and reasonable way, and we can praise God for that. Although it's hard to be, you know, one hundred percent sure of of whatever has happened there. But we we hope and pray that uh, God will continue to work in Matt's life, that He can uh, continue to to seek God and hopefully be restored to a a, a strong leader in the church and cont- continue to teach and build the body of Christ. Um, and we pray for the elder board and, and the church folks who are sitting there in the pew trying to figure out what's going on. We, we pray that the church would be healthy. And, and lastly, we think about our own lives and we pray, God, help us to be aware of Satan's attacks. Help us to be vigilant, looking for them, and, and help us in our own churches uh, to relate to all of our church family in a way that pleases him. The older men, the older women, the young men, the younger women, uh, in a way that honors God. So I'll, I'll close by reading uh, those verses from First uh, Peter again. Verse 9, Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in all the world. Satan is attacking, but we've got to be vigilant. And, and as we submit ourselves to God, and, and we search, and, and we are sober, we can stand, we can be men for him. So, thank you for tuning in today. Until next time, keep fighting.